podcast that rewatches, reviews, and responds to every movie, show, and one-shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Al Rodriguez. I'm Tony Odinson Camarena. <laughs> and I'm Alicia Thayer. And today, we're talking about Thor, The Dark World, Part 3. As always, we will begin this episode with our Wikipedia summary. Thor and uh, Jane discover another portal in a nearby cave and reunite in London with Darcy and Jane's mentor, Dr. Eric Selvig, who was briefly institutionalized due to the the mental trauma he suffered during Loki's uh, attack on Earth. They learn that Malekith's plan to restore the Dark Elves to dominance by unleashing the Aether at the center of the Convergence in Greenwich. Thor battles the Malekith through various portals and across multiple worlds until one portal separates them, leaving Malekith unopposed on Earth. Thor returns in time to help his mortal comrades use their scientific equipment to transport Malekith to Svartalsheim, where he is uh, crushed by his own damaged ship. Thor returns to Asgard, where he declines Odin's offer to make the throne to take the throne, and tells Odin of Loki's sacrifice. As he leaves, Odin's form transforms into Loki, who is alive and impersonating Odin. In a med- mid-credit sequence, Volsteg and Sif visit the Collector and entrust the Aether to his care, commenting that th- with the Tesseract already in Asgard, having two Infinity Stones so close together would be unwise. As they leave, the Collector remarks, one down, five to go. In a post credit scene, Jane and Thor reunite on Earth while somewhere in London, a frost monster from Jotunheim, accidentally transported to Earth during the final battle, continues to run amok. All right. All right. Onwards! <laughs> Top three moments. Uh, Al, you want to start? Sure. All right. Uh, let's see if we can actually have more than four, as we did in our both of our last two episodes. We'll see how that goes. Uh, so, yeah. So my number three is... Um, when they get to who was it was it uh was it darcy's apartment or jane janeway's apartment it was like right at the beginning basically of, of this part three yeah did you call her janeway yes i don't know i have no Trek? idea why i called that um uh <laughs> what's her name now now i'm forgetting now, jane, yeah, jane's now, apartment I, I, now jane i just foster. want jane, jane foster is not it's just not janeway <laughs> i have no idea why but anyway um I can't remember the last time I watched Voyager. So uh, when they get to Jane's apartment, um, they walk in and the first thing you see Thor do is, I mean, he needs to put Mjolnir down, right? So he puts it on the, he, mm-hmm. he just hangs it up like like a hat or an umbrella. And, <laughs> and it stays. Well, yeah, it stays, but. The, the hook, the hook is worthy. He, he just, yeah, but he just walks right up like, oh, this is obviously where it's supposed to go. Now, I've never owned a combat hammer like that, but, you know, I own things like uh-huh. a cell phone or shoes, and they all have their place. Like, he he knew exactly where to go. Like, apparently, in, you know, everywhere else where he goes, I guess at his home, that's just where the hammer goes. He just, he has a hook. I'm assuming now yeah. that he has a hook at home. Or he just doesn't yeah, care because or... he can call it to him at any opportunity. <laughs> Uh, there was a special, f- no, it was promoting Thor Ragnarok when it's showing what, uh, Thor was doing during Civil War. Uh-huh. And he's got this, uh, um, he's living in New Zealand and he's got this roommate. And he, uh, made a little bed for, um, Yonir for him to sleep in. Did he really? That's adorable. And like, I, th- yeah. 
I feel like that should be canon. We might have to cover that as a one shot right? later. But I was so disappointed. But that's what I believe. I was so disappointed when I found out that was not canon. Oh. <laughs> I know. They said it wasn't canon. Like, son of a... <laughs> should be. We don't know. We don't know what he's been doing. <laughs> we kind of know what he's been doing. Right. We've seen Ragnarok mm-hmm. by now, finally. Right. <laughs> uh, so good. So, so good. Mm-hmm. We'll get there in four years. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Tony? Uh, so I was really nervous that Al was actually going to take my number three, because it's almost in the same spot. It's when they walk into the apartment, and they see Selvig for the first time, and he's like, oh, Thor, is Loki's not coming? And then he goes, Loki's dead. And he goes, oh, thank God. And, just like... and, and Al's, Al's describing his thing, and it's like, wait, where is he going? Do I have to punt this again? No, but that is an honorable mention of mine. Yeah, so... Uh. Yeah, and also it's in this, it's in the same moment. But I'm just like, yeah, um, with exception of, you know, probably the hundreds of people who died in New York, um, Selvig was the most affected by what happened to, um, to him during the Avengers because it just messed him up. Even what about Clint Barton? Clint Barton, but maybe it's because of his training... But he definitely recovered a heck of a lot quicker than Selvig is right now. He's This is like a year later, and Selvig is still strongly mentally affected by being controlled. Right, but he didn't have his friends around. No, yeah, I'm just saying it might be the training, it might be the support of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. But, it, yeah, it's definitely, I think it's affecting him probably because he didn't get the support around him. Fair enough. Worse. Yeah. How about you, Alicia? Yeah, he what? does seem a lot better by the end mm-hmm. of this episode. Well, yeah, I mean, he finds... Or, uh, sorry, end of this movie. <laughs> Yeah, he finds out Loki's dead, so I think that's some closure that he needs mentally. <laughs> All right, uh, my number three is the end credit scene, the Jotunheim monster going after the birds. Uh, I have to punt you. No! <laughs> All right. All right, well then... Okay. Well, then Alicia, do your number two so you can talk about something. Okay, uh, we'll mine is Loki's play about the hammer. Yeah, yeah. His play uh, about the with hammer? With the scene where Thor goes back to Asgard and uh, uh, Loki's playing as Odin and uh, Thor offers him the hammer and he's he very, very uh, carefully declines taking said hammer to not reveal himself. Oh, Okay. Yeah, that's a, I never even thought of that as like a separate moment, but yeah, that's a that's a good character moment because he's probably very tempted by that. Oh yeah, he probably is, but he probably knows if he takes it and he can't lift <laughs> it, would, it as Odin it would, would be away. able to, it would totally yeah. give him away. Yeah, especially because it at uh, Ragnarok we we see a little bit of play with that. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, I'll go into uh, my number two real quick because again, it's the same moment. Mine no. is Loki's <laughs> re- the reveal. It. It's the reveal that Loki is Odin in disguise. And I remember mm. watching that at the end of the movie the first time I saw it. I was like, holy crap! This I remember seeing that going, yes! <laughs> yeah. And then I went, wait, like, where's Odin? <laughs> yeah, I went, but it's just like, I love that iconic, just the iconic look of Loki on the throne. Right. Um, Go ahead, Al. Go do your number two. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. I thought, <laughs> I thought you had some more, Tony. Uh, so, okay, so my number two is, uh, during the end fight scene, um, uh, 
Queen Amidala there, because uh, I'm not going to say Janeway again. <laughs> was was uh, t- <laughs> uh, she was teleporting everyone around, like all the bad guys and everything, and it was just a really cool, really effective. Is she thing. Queen Amidala? Um, oh, she yes. is. Yes, she is. Holy crap! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, random tangent again. Wait a minute. <laughs> It's been I kept a long joking time. about that when we were talking about the first story. I yeah. know. I totally forgot. <laughs> <It's>, I've slept <laughs> since then. <laughs> all right, all right. So, yeah. So it was just the the teleporting enemies around and and everything, um, and having some control of it, which was kind of cool, but not complete control, mm-hmm. which I liked. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of the trial and error process, real science. Yeah. Right. Real science. Where, yep, that didn't work. Try something different. The, these detectors, how do these detectors make portals, though? I'm a little confused by that. Mm, you got science. me. Science. Yeah, science. Science. All right. Well, I'm going to throw down my um, number one because it's about the same um, section as that, that Al did for his number two. <laughs> um, I, my number one is the battle through the, uh, the convergence and all the portals. Side it's like, side well, I'm gonna continue. <laughs> right. I, I caught the punt. As far as I was an onside kick, I caught it, <laughs> and I'm gonna continue with it. <laughs> um, just the fact the battle through the convergence is still like the most original battle in the MCU. I mean, it was like good. we haven't seen, yeah, we haven't seen anything like that yet. Mm. I don't think. Um, or not, not like it. I don't want to see the same thing again. But we haven't seen anything as original as that. I don't know. So, the oh. uh, Guardians of the Galaxy two fight and fight scene was pretty neat. Uh, Pac Man versus giant rock monster. That well, not just cool. that, but their little ship with the the mining ship. The... Yeah. No, it was definitely cool. Although I, when I watch that, I get a big feeling of Guardians of the Galaxy one when they have the mining ship when they're going through nowhere and stuff. Not the finale. Hey. But, yeah, no, it's definitely original, but I feel like this is, like, the most out there, not a space battle, not a big punchy fight. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's craziest. It's not the best. I wouldn't say it's the best. I mean, there are a few even punchy fights that are better than this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but... What what do you want to say about it? Because it's also your number one, apparently. Oh, I just I just like the battle, I like the instant teleportion, teleporting. I like that they're doing the trial and arrows thing, like he talked about, and I love that the the end of the fight is literally him being like, "Ah, I stuck this into you, and you're on a different planet now." And then he gets crushed by the ship, and I'm like, Wee. "Oh yeah." <laughs> oh, I do want to add something. When Thor would go through a portal without Mjolnir, and the Mjolnir would oh. be confused and shoot up into space a couple right. times. <laughs> if Mjolnir had a stupid. had a consciousness, what the f- are you doing, dude? <laughs> like stupid hammer, you could just go right, right. through that portal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, so, so going back to what Alicia said there, I have a I have a question. Um, with when the uh, spaceship crashed on Malekith, um earlier, like a minute before during the scene or during that fight, he said that the um, you know that stuff can't be destroyed. So could he, Malekith, just still be around somewhere? No, uh, just you know, gone on a different planet. No, Thor says um, Malekith says he can't destroy the Aether, but you could still destroy Malekith. Yeah, Malekith is definitely dead. The Aether is still well until uh, somehow they got it. In the thing with the um, that right, they just I'm a little confused how they. 
they had a an aether vacuum, or they you know, <laughs> they had like butter butterfly nets with the aether floating around the dark world, and they had to. <laughs> <laughs> the war Sif and Volsang like have been spending one. hours getting every point of the Aether. I love it. Yep. Oh my god. I feel yeah. like I did forget no head that. cannon. Okay. That's what happened. Mm-hmm. Agreed. <laughs> All right, Al. What's your number one? Uh, so my number one was the uh, uh, I guess it was number three of Alicia's that I had to punt. It was the giant monster puppy changing the uh, chasing it's so the birds adorable. during that credit scene. Uh. <laughs> it's so good. I'm, I'm so going uh, 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 to preemptively uh, dishonorable mention for the next episode. I was convinced after I saw this that the Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. episode would be them going after right? that dog. I thought it would be too, and I just watched <laughs> oh, that today, yeah. so I'm like, like, I was Aww. so disappointed when it wasn't. Right? Spoiler alerts for the next episode of Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., but it's not the plot of this. should have been about the puppy. <laughs> Can yep. you imagine them trying to... What do I even do no, with I that? S- and that's I was like so excited and like no no reference to the giant dog thing. Aww. Yeah, you probably won't get a reference to it ever. Nope. He's he's probably in wherever the abomination is. They'll talk about him sometimes, but they'll never <laughs> ever show him. Never ever <laughs> ever. <laughs> or he, Aww. I'm worried he melted. That could be. I would. I would. I wouldn't mm-hmm. put that past it. Yeah, I gotta tell or you, it's, it's not ice, right? I mean, well, he has I, actual I organs and stuff. So, so would it have just died of heat exhaustion? Possibly. Yeah. I would be worse. I was uh, then it would actually rot. in. <laughs> yeah, I was actually that? in Greenwich last week, and it was like, um, forty-five degrees Celsius or uh, Fahrenheit. Forty-five degrees Celsius, they'd be dead. I'm sorry. <laughs> 45 degrees Fahrenheit outside the coldest. And that's much higher than freezing. Much higher than um, Jotunheim's temperatures. So I think the dog's dead. freezing. Yep. They, after the Incredible Hulk, um, they killed too many dogs. Even alien dogs are still dogs. (laughs) No. Poor puppy. Yeah. Alright, um... On to some honorable and dishonorable mentions. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, Delisha, did we do your number one? Yeah. Yeah, it, we had the oh. same number one. I side punted. Oh, that's right, the side punt. Okay, yeah. that's right. Hey, I'm <laughs> well, impressed, though. We only had two overlaps. Yeah, I mean, it's true. Although every one of mine was connected to one of yours because it was right. just like, mine is the same thing as yours, just like three <laughs> seconds later. <laughs> right, but it, it wasn't exact. <laughs> you're right, you're right. It's okay, one of my dishonorable mentions is like that, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, alright, so uh, I've got one dishonorable and one honorable. How about you guys? Mm, nope. Nothing at I all? have two dishonorables and zero honorables. Okay. Um, Al, you want to go into yours? And then I'll finish with my two so I can finish on a happy note, maybe? Yeah, sure. Uh, Alright, so my two dishonorables. Uh, so the first one is how quickly we find out that Loki's still alive. Because um, it wasn't that end scene. They had already told us. I mean, they hinted at it. Oh, yeah. um, right. But it was, um, you know, when the, the other guard, the guard guy goes and to 
Yeah, exactly. To to look and and then from what we can tell, it seems that Loki killed that guard and then took over. But we see yeah. like the little shimmer of him becoming. And I mean, it would have been cool if they showed us at the end, but no, they just had to show it like two, three minutes later in the movie. It kind yeah. of felt like that ruined it. On the other side of that, imagine they didn't put that in there, and everyone would be freaking out. How do you get back on Asgard? How did that happen? How did this happen? It's a lot of people who aren't watching these, you know, forty-five minutes at a time like we do, aren't really thinking of it that deeply. So they're not going mm-hmm. headcanon it. If you don't, if you don't spill it out for some people in the audience, they'll start complaining that it doesn't make sense or it's a plot hole. Yep, I guess that's true. All right. I'll I'll take that. I'll take that explanation. <laughs> I still think that it was kind of a quick giveaway, but that's fair. Uh, so my second dishonorable mention is um, so when they're in uh, Queen Amidala's apartment and mm-hmm. they uh, and, and Selvig realizes, hey, creepy when she's packing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, Selvig realizes, hey, I know how to figure out where the location of the convergence is. He walks over to a table and just throws everything on the floor. Like right. he could have been a little nicer about that. That's not his home. He did nope. not need to be a jerk. This You're... is how you get ants. <laughs> you want ants? <laughs> this is how you get ants. This is how you get ants. It's true, but if it's between a, like ants and the potential end of this universe, I'll take ants. They had, I think they had five seconds to to <laughs> kind of move things. He could have told everyone, "All right, everyone, grab a container and put it on the floor." That, that, that would have okay. worked. Uh, okay, I'll give this one to you. He was just being an I get it. Exactly. If it works for children, he he could have he could have told the other adults in the room to do that. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's or they got. have an intern's intern who could have just done it. Right. Exactly. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, my dishonorable is Malekith. Oh. He is in what? No. I said, oh. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm like, are you a big fan of his? Well, um, like no, Malekith. Doc- I like the Ninth Doctor, so. Yeah, I like the Ninth Doctor, and I was really excited when I heard Chris Eccleston was going to be playing him. But the MCU, with some extreme exceptions, Loki and um, uh, the Purple Man and Jessica Jones and Wilson Fisk and Daredevil, they don't have the strongest villains. But this is, like, the weakest of the weak villains, like, character-wise. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, he is boring. He is, his motivation is, I want to destroy everything because, because I do. I mean, it's not very well illustrated. I just, like, I was really disappointed how um, Christopher Eccleston's character was written and how weak a villain this was. So, yeah. Yeah, he was very focused on just, you know, ah, I am evil, rar, And yeah. that was it. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Well, um, we can talk about uh, another, a good villain, not from the um, TV shows that we can't spoil, but um, Michael Keaton in Spider-Man. Uh, he's a bad guy, but he has a good motivation, um... You understand him, you can identify with him. You can identify with um, Loki. You can identify with... Um, it's really bad that I'm struggling this hard to think of some good villains. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> but you can identify with most of the... Um, oh, um, 
the guy from Civil War who got Tony and Steve fighting. I mean, he lost his family. You can identify with that. Mm-hmm. But this one, they give you nothing to identify with at all. He's just like, I like the darkness. I want the whole the universe dark because I'm a dark elf, so it needs to be dark from the dark world. It was just, it's stupid. <laughs> but all right, this I'm going to go into my um honorable mention, a little positivity. <laughs> uh, the mid credit scene when they reveal that it's an infinity infinity gem. Which is like, holy crap! If you know the comics, and obviously if you know what's happening in Infinity War right now as we're recording, and we're all looking forward to that movie coming out soon. Mm -hmm. This is like opening up that the Tesseract's an Infinity Gem, this is an Infinity Gem, and then we don't know this yet, but the Spear's an Infinity Gem. So we're getting, as an audience, we're getting to know where all these gems are going to. I was just like, oh, that was cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is this the first time they use that phrase? Yeah, Infinity I definitely Gen? remember. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I definitely remember freaking out. Kind of like how people freaked out when Thanos turned around. Except <laughs> for this time, I knew what Infinity Gem, which Infinity Gem it was, and I wasn't guessing about which character, like when Thanos was turned around. <laughs> All right. Uh, some Easter eggs. Yes. Uh, do you have any, Alicia? I have one. Or should I say, while you're counting them? Okay. <laughs> Al, how about you? Uh, I don't have a single one. Oh. Okay. Somehow missed everything, I guess, or however many there are. <laughs> I have two. <gasps> so, I know. Maybe so I'll let Alicia go in case she has one of mine. <laughs> yeah, well, let's find out. Uh, so, the hammer scene. No, no, no. Go ahead. The, the which, well, <laughs> which, which I'm, assu- I'm assuming, uh, I'm assuming I know which one, but expand on which hammer scene. Uh, the one where there he hangs it up. with the hammer. Was it improv? It was. She stole one of my things. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the Thor putting Mjolnir on the hook was completely improv. So, I like the improv scenes in the Marvel universe. So a lot of times I'll find them and I'll be like, ha, 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 that's funny. Yeah. Also, uh, I'm going to s- probably mispronounce his name. Uh, Waika Watiti, the director of Thor Ragnarok, mm-hmm. said watching that part of the movie is what made him decide to like change the tone of Thor. Like Thor Ragnarok's, for people who've seen it, have a very has a very different, much sillier. Oh, tone it does, but it's so great. Thor movies. <laughs> so great. Yeah. It's, it's definitely. It's definitely. Definitely. No, I'm not even going to rank it. I'm not going to give a review or anything. No spoilers. <laughs> I, I approve. I, I will say that that does explain it, because I was wondering why it went with a different tone. But, yes. Okay. Yeah. I like the different tone. Uh, um, oh, yeah. Uh, my only other Easter egg that I have is Superhero Landing number 16. Woohoo! Thor Landing Greenwich. Which, I've got to say, um, I went to Greenwich last week. I stayed there for a whole week. They finally... they. Cleaned up all the battle. You could not even tell that there was an alien invasion there. No, that's so good. they did a really good job. Yeah, I was worried when I got my hotel there. It's like, is it so cheap because everything's destroyed and there are all these alien parts everywhere or what? But no, it was. It seems fine. You would mm. never know. That's good. <laughs> Do they have like a statue or anything commemorating the event or Thor? Uh, no, or strangely enough. Hmm. Strangely enough, no. That's disappointing. All right. Anything um, else? 
No, uh, except for our ranking of the film. Yep, ranking, ranking, ranking. Al, you want to read off our list so far of the ranking of the um, MCU movies? Yeah, so so far, so this is movie number eight. So our first seven in order of best to least best is uh, The Avengers, followed by Captain America, followed by Iron Man 1, then 3, then 2, then Thor number 1, and finally The Hulk. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Alicia, where would you put this movie? I just your decision. Would put it between Iron Man two and Thor. Okay, Al, what what do you think? Uh, I was thinking a little bit higher um, between Iron Man three and Iron Man two. So okay. just up one higher is essential. Okay, I would have put this dead last. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Does that make I me in the middle the and I win? <laughs> Uh, possibly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I definitely consider. I definitely consider this the worst MCU movie. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. Oh, I'm don't. just saying the MCU movies are are good. <laughs> and just like this is the weakest of them, and the the fact that we had so much overlap, there were so few things to talk about, especially in the first two episodes of the um, Thor Dark Worlds. Yeah, see, um, I I don't like the Hulk. I don't, and I thought this was better than uh, Thor 1, because um, we got some character development, and we got to see a bunch of different things out of uh, a miscellaneous characters, kind of. Yeah. I just... This is... I mean, I enjoy I enjoy The Incredible Hulk. I mean, it's not... It deserves to be last currently, because it, it's not the best MCU movie at all. It's Sucks. not better than most of them. I like the other one better. <laughs> but... I, I've, I'm entertained with the, I'm just bored for most of Thor the Dark World. Mm, I'm so bored for most of the listening Hulk, to so. The, <laughs> so listening to the arguments, I, I'm really seeing your points, Tony. And it's actually convincing me to put it, like, to think now it should be lower. Because, no, you're right. There was, there, I, I mean, we didn't have a lot of, um, you know, Easter eggs or, or, or um, you know, honorable mentions. Um, I had two dishonorables for the last third of the movie. Um, and yeah, I probably should have put it a little lower. I was just thinking back to when I first saw it. I thought it was great. And I don't think I've watched it completely since then. And yeah, I was a bit more bored this time around. Um, uh, do you want to compromise, Alicia, and put it uh, under Thor, but above Incredible Hulk? I can do that. All right. So I'll, we'll both take half a point in ours. All right. <laughs> All right, <laughs> and I get nothing. Aww. Nope, nothing for you. You supported me in real events. That's true friendship, helping me partially win. <laughs> yeah, but there's no. You also helped Alicia partially win. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, All right. anything else? Nope. I feel like I'm satisfied with talking about Thor: The Dark World. Woo! forever <laughs> all right <laughs> Until, uh, unless unless you know there's a tie-in episode or something coming up we'll see what yeah, happens we'll see all right uh <laughs> please remember to follow us on twitter at mcu underscore rewind and please give us a rating on itunes or your favorite podcast app assuming you like this otherwise the convergence is open <laughs> suck the hell <laughs> the um the Norse hell, not the real, uh, not the Christian. I don't hell. know that you want to go to the Norse hell either. Have you? Not with what we just saw I, in a Ragnarok. Yeah. 
It's true. Get sucked into Svartalsheim. Well, that's that a little better. At least it's desert, yeah. Because everyone's dead. Everyone's dead. I don't want to put you in the fire. Yeah, right. Or ice. Uh, all right. You can go with the dwarfs. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Um, that's it, guys? Yeah. All right. This is Have the Marvel... A- Ooh, you were jumping ahead there. You're on, jumping ahead. (laughs) This is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind for Thor The Dark World Part 3, signing off. Have a marvelous day.